Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beth Pal Bam. As always, I'm your host, Paul, and joining me tonight are my co-hosts, as always, Mr. Tony Bofton. All right. And Mr. Joshua Riley. Good evening. Hello, hello, boys. Good evening. So we, we, we missed last month. We are a little bit yeah. late with this, this recording just because I was kind of busy. Um, and just pushed it back a week. Um, so we are back. We're just going to do a kind of a, a little new show. We're just going to pick up a, a story each, um, as we tend to do sometimes. Um, so who wants to go first? Hey, Jane man can go first. Hey, you know it. You know that. <laughs> right. I, I want to talk about the beautiful... I'm going to put an emphasis on that beautiful, a Bruce Almighty level, B-E-A, beautiful Batmobile. I thought Mm. that might be what you brought up. (laughs) I thought uh, he was going to say Black Widow trailer for a second. (laughs) Oh, no, right. To be fair, I haven't watched that. I've been in uni all (laughs) of two days. Um, Right. That Batmobile is something that I have been waiting for ever since Michael Keaton's run. I have been mm. waiting for a like a, a hot rod roadster type Batmobile because when I first started re- properly reading when I was a teenager, which to be fair was only last year, um, I st- when I started reading the Batman New 52 comics, he had a roadster type Batmobile. Oh. And I thought, do you know what? That's a good idea. I've never thought that it's always either been a tank or something that is typically looks comic booky, like the 1989 Batmobile. But then I went and played the Telltale games, the Batman Telltale games, and the Batmobile on that is literally a Ferrari that just changes colour and spikes up some fins to make it look like a bat. And I thought, okay, that's a bit cheesy, but you know what? It's a good idea. And I thought, that would be really good for a movie. And when I saw the set photos of the Bat Cycle, I thought, okay, they're trying to get the Nolan-type people to watch it by just mm. having them on a sort of cycle, two-wheeled vehicle. I thought, okay, fair enough. But then Matt Reeves, who I would quite literally kiss if I came into contact with, because <laughs> at the minute, at the minute, this film looks to be on the good tracks like I don't think he can go wrong at the minute unless he doesn't cast Willem Dafoe as the Joker Um, this film is just going to be great I mean the story could be shit but it could be so aesthetically pleasing to look at I don't think people would give a shit I, I mean the Batsu for me is a great blend of everything that's gone before Batmobile is something I've wanted for ages. And I think what they've done with casting so far is actually really good. I mm. I agree with you for the for the bulk of it. I'm not a massive fan of the Batmobile. Um, really? Yeah, I think the Winchesters want their car back. Uh, that was my thought <laughs> as well. I'll let I you know that said... you know now you said it. I think I might have commented to like Paul. It looks like he might break down at any minute. Yeah. Uh, the the costume, I love the bat suit. I think they've done a yep, great job yeah, with yeah. that. 
Yeah. Um, I even like the bat bike. I think that's yeah, really that's, quite yeah. snazzy. Um, and the casting, I've got no problems with Robert Pattinson at all as Batman. Um, no. I, in fact, I quite enjoy his performance in Harry Potter. Um, I'm not a Twilight fan. By no, I hate Twilight. Any shape of or imagination, sure. but um, I've got no problem. He's he's built a career now as a as a serious actor since yes. since Twilight. Um, I've not seen much of it, but by all accounts, most of the films he's done have been very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got no problems Look, with that. Well, because the, the the thing the thing I always go to is when he was cast, and everyone was going, "Why? What? What the hell? Why would you cast the guy from Twilight?" and I was thinking to myself, no, do you know what? He's done things since. I'm going to go and watch a couple of his films and see what he's like, and then I'll make a decision. I watched a couple of films, and I thought, uh, I'm not completely convinced. And then I watched one film, which sold me straight away, Lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah, when I want he, to see that. Yeah, him and Willem Dafoe. Like, I thought, do you know what? If he does anything like that character for Bruce Wayne and Batman, like a broken man, I'm sold. That's and he's late. worked with um, Cronenberg in the last few years as well, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the, I can't remember what the film's called, but it's about, he's, he plays a sort of yuppie type, doesn't he, driving around New York or something like that? What yeah, the hell are the films called? Yeah. But yeah, um, but the Batmobile is something that's, I mean, to be fair, it's something that's actually pleased me dad. And my dad is a big fan of the Tumblr. And like, uh, basically, a, a Basically, a bath tank. He's not bothered about a Batmobile. He wanted a bath tank, and I showed He's him. He's not that a fan of the said, website Tumblr, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. He is not an emo, uh, an emo dude. He doesn't go around with eye, eye makeup and black leather all over from head to toe. Although I probably wish. Not that you, not that you know. Probably of. wishes he did. No, not that it's I know of. No, I, I don't often see him round the Queen's Court in uh, in Liverpool drinking cans of Monster and talking about his Doc Martens. <laughs> I just got this picture of a sky. You failed this city. <laughs> you failed this city, you lad. <laughs> Shut up, you! You're a little prong. Get out. Uh, and I have to say, I'm, I'm quite convinced by Zoe Krabby bits as well. Um, yeah. As Catwoman, I think mm. she's going to do a good job there. Again, another one that's come through the, the Wizarding World, having been yeah, a, yeah. a major part of the the last Fantastic Beast movie. Um, mm. Seems and, Warner and she's Brothers. Also, have... um, she's also in X Men First Class. She's the yeah. stripper. Yeah. Um, ah. That's literally the only way I remember. Um, and you have to remember who her stepfather is, which is Jason oh, Momoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so which they, is probably they, they, got the part. Yeah, probably. It's it's very much. A, but a the given. thing is, <laughs> did did you see? I don't know if you did. I follow quite a lot of edits, um, like comic book edits uh, accounts on Instagram. Um, not them like bloody stupid cut together video type edit things. The ones where like people will put people's faces on comic book characters and go, "This is good casting." And yeah. a lot of them do, uh, like Willem Dafoe's Joker, um, all kinds like that. What someone actually got the Arkham City Catwoman, or Arkham Knight Catwoman, one or the other, and put Zoe Kravitz's face on it. And I looked at it and I thought, you know what? It actually looks like the character render for Catwoman in those games. 
And I thought, actually, that's really good now. I've seen that. I'm quite convinced. Yeah, she definitely, she's definitely got the look of, of some of those those comic book, book versions that have come over the last few years. Yeah. Um, there's no no doubt that that's, that's where they've got the influence from. Um, mm. And so far, that's that's pretty much... Obviously, Jeffrey Wright as um, Commissioner Gordon, Gordon, or Gordon as he is in this, because he's not Commissioner yet. Um, we no, get no. to well, see that, Andy Serkis. Yeah, oh, Andy Serkis, yeah. Oh, as, yeah. yeah. As Alfred. I'm looking forward to yeah, seeing Yeah, I didn't know him the other day. That he was in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's going he straight from Venom 2. Yeah. Cool. That'd be good. Well, yeah, he's well, perfect. I didn't think about it. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen a lot of the things that the Paul Dano guy who's playing the Riddle has been in. But no, I mean, I, I, I'm from what I've heard from a few mates who are a bit more indie film buffs than I am. Um, he's he's not a bad choice apparently. He's a decent actor, Paul Dano. I've seen him in a few things over the years. Yeah, um, he was in a western. Any I might have known of. Uh, I'm not in time for this podcast, but I'll probably remember after. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just looking yeah, forward but, to seeing a different take on on the Riddler, to be honest. As much, yeah. and I really enjoyed Jim Carrey's performance. Um, yeah, it's probably the it, probably the best bit of that film, to be honest. Um, I wonder if he's going to veer more towards the Gotham series style with Paul Dano in the in the yeah, league. Yeah, seems well, like he's that same see, style of is. actor. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of want a cross between the Arkham Games Riddler and Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory. Incredibly, mm. like, anal and Spock-like. Mm. Just really deadpan all the time, but then also gets really irate when he loses, like a really mm. sore loser. Yeah, That's, That is my perfect Riddler. Yeah, Which is basically always, a bit of a man-child about him, isn't there, Riddler? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah that's exactly <clears throat> it. But go, going back to the Batmobile, the thing I really like about it, because what you touched on earlier, Paul, the fact that Commissioner Gordon is Gordon. He's not Commissioner. He's not. He hasn't really got a title at the minute, as far as we know. I like I like that because they're going back to the roots. He, Batman has been Batman for two years. He is still an urban myth in like the criminal underworld in regard to the GCPD and all that. So that's why I like this Batmobile. It looks like he's basically gutted one of his cars from his massive collection, <coughs> took took a jet engine and just shoved it up its arse. Said, yeah, have that. I'm, I'm kind of hoping... He took the... the jet engine and fisted the back of the car. <laughs> I'm, I'm really hoping they, they actually do touch on, on what we all thought Gotham was going to be, was that GCPD story. Yeah, um, I'm oh, hoping yeah. we get a bit more of that in in this film. It, it feels like it's possibly that's what it's leading to. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Gordon's kind of previously, other than Gotham, where obviously he was one of the leads, but previously in all the films, kind of Gordon's always been a, a bit part. Whereas this feels yeah, yeah. like he could yeah, well yeah. be one of the leads. Yeah, especially in the um, the eighties and nineties movies, he was he was just there. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't a confidant or anything like he was in the Dark no. Knight trilogy and all that. I, he was yeah, just there I to switch to the light on, and yeah, that was about it. So, so yeah, definitely, definitely looking forward to seeing what they do do with it. It's it's interesting. I'll, I'll point, 
talk about it now, actually, with um, Ben Affleck coming out recently and saying that he has no intention of ever touching that character again. And to be honest, if they go in a very in the in the direction I hope they are, and it's going to really pay off, I don't blame him. No, I don't. I, I'm I'm actually quite glad he did what he did. He had his time. Don't get me wrong. Mm. He had some good bits. He had some fucking awful bits. But I mean, I'm glad he did what he did. Yeah, and I take it's my just, hat off to him. It's just sad that it petered out like it did. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not being funny. Like I wasn't sold on him as Batman until I saw that warehouse scene, and then I thought I can't wait for him to be in um, in Justice League. And then basically that film came out, and I was like, "Yeah, we need a fresh face." And, and that's exactly how it sounds like he felt. Yeah, I, and I don't blame him at all. I don't. Because he he came out and said that he really enjoyed doing Batman versus Superman, but he said it was with Justice League, it was just one error after another. Yeah. Um, yep. and you can't help but feel feel sad for him because he really did seem oh, yeah. like he wanted to take that character somewhere um, yep. but to be fair he probably wants to do the same with Daredevil but we all know how that turned out yeah but he was he was fairly young then I don't think yeah, he, he really had much of an input whereas Batman it seemed to be him taking the reins yeah um, he, he was he was kind of running on still running on the steam of his Goodwill Hunt and Oscar from for Daredevil, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, and there we go. So that's that's Batman or the Batman, should we say? Um, <laughs> yes, we shall. Looking forward. We're all looking forward to that. Obviously, we're all massive Batman fans on this show, so it's not <laughs> not really a surprise that we're looking forward to it, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tony, what have you got for us this this month? Yeah, so I'm going to flip the other side of the fence now and go over to Marvel. Um, and it appears we've now got a third MCU cast member who can't keep his gob shut. Um, after Tom Holland and uh, Mr. Ruffalo, Vin Diesel apparently let slip in an interview for his new film that um, there's going to be some Guardians in the next Thor movie. Yeah. And, and I'm totally happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. And it, you kind of, now we've seen Thor at the end of that previous one, and we've and he's always been quotes space character close quotes in that sense. So it makes kind of makes sense really to have one or two of them in it. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, we're very much now in this new phase. He's going to be kind of it's almost like a bridging phase in some respects. Yeah. Uh, we got well, Eternals the, as the, well. The other the other thing I was thinking of it's basically it, it's good that they're having it because they're not going to have a Guardians film for quite a, a while now because yeah, so of James Bond. Yeah, ways, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So they need to just, I mean, even if it's just literally throwing them in just for the sake yeah. of having them, they need to have it just for people to remember and say, yeah, oh, yeah, keep them in the consciousness, well. isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Because then when Volume 3 comes out, everyone can go, yeah, go and see that. They were great in Thor. Because, let's face it, it's obviously going to come out after Thor, which is, what, 2022 slated, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, they I think need, probably, they need to be there. I think Vin said 2023 is the plan now. Oh, there you go then. So, because originally it was meant to be the other way around. Mm. Oh, right. So, so Thor would have been in Guardians 3. Um, well, I mean, it, even if they throw Thor in Guardians 3 anyway, on the now, like what, how it is supposed to be released now, 
I mean, I'd still be happy with that. Yeah, it's just the way they ended the film, though, because he went off with the Guardians, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right, yeah. At the end. So they've had to, to retrofit it into Thor 4 to, to get it the right right way round. Um, also, I don't know whether that article that you found, Tony, also mentioned that Finn says that we're going to get a different version of Groot again. Oh, no, it didn't, actually. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he says it's going to be Alpha Groot this time. Yeah. So it sounds like Groot I, I, may be I'm the what, new what leader. I'm oh, assuming I'm... he's now going to be fully grown, so bigger than the one that we met originally. Wow. Oh, see, I thought they were going to go into his, like, into his 20s, so like he's just going to be sat in the back of the, uh, the ship just swigging bottles of vodka, <laughs> li- living the student life. I'm really hoping we get the comic book version. The big, ugly, <laughs> scary version. Yeah, built, like a, built like a brick tree out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because is, there is a lot they can do with him still, isn't there, really, I think? Oh, yeah. yeah. Give us, keep giving us different incarnations as he grows and we follow him. Yeah, and we've got to imagine it's going to be set some sometime in the future. But the way this phase is going, you have no idea where any of these films are set. No, no, no which I kind of quite like a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. you're used to the chronology of the Infinity Saga, so yeah, it, it, you like a bit of oh, that's it, yeah, but then we're going to release this film and that's set like 20 years before or, you know, yeah. 20 years in the future or whatever. Mm. Like Black Widow like set between Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah. So we've got that. We, we're we assuming Spider-Man will be set in present day. Yeah. Oh, it has to be, yeah. Then we know Eternals is spanning multiple generations um, with some in well, present day. Well, that's Eternal. Yeah. And a lot of it set in the past. So it is going to be a very interesting phase. Mm-hmm. Um, as to where they're, they're taking things. Sounds like they're trying to push the cosmic element a bit. Yeah, and I can understand that now. We've had the, the Earth-based Avengers yeah. for, for 10 years. Um, See, with that, a bit that's, of that's where space. It's what's making me think, are we either going to get Galactus as the new big sar- bads for the sar- this new saga, or are we going to get... Um, Oh, who is it? Are we going to get Secret Invasion? Because obviously scrolls are... Co- they're not cosmic, but they're galactic anyway. Well, mm. that's a couple of rumours that have popped up in recent weeks since we last last recorded, actually. Um, oh, really? The rumour for Loki is that Galactus is in that. Um, if, he, if he is, I'll be made up. Played by Owen Wilson. <laughs> well, that's different. <laughs> that's Imagine Galactus turns over and goes... Oh well, I'm gonna eat the planet, and wow, look at that! <laughs> I love that. Um, and wow. then, then the other rumor is that there's uh, plans for a secret invasion TV series. So, no, I'm sorry. If you're gonna do secret invasion, do it properly. Have it span an entire saga like you did with Thanos. I'm sorry, that's how it needs to happen. Yeah, I think they're trying to stay away <laughs> from that, though, aren't they, with the movies? Oh, I think so. I. I think over like a ten episode series that might work. Oh, it was that'd be quite See, interesting. Mean, if they're gonna do Secret Invasion, Fantastic Four needs to be brought in because you can't have scroll. Well, I mean, I know that we've already got scrolls, but um, yeah, they've got the rights back to Fantastic Four. But if you're gonna have scrolls, 
you're going to eventually have Super Scroll. So you're going to eventually have the Fantastic Four. You yeah. can't have it's a it's a just straight cause to effect. Gotta yeah. have it. And this is what I was saying about the the more leaning towards the cosmic again, because I suspect we'll get a reboot of the Fantastic Four again, which goes back into oh, yeah. taking them out into space. Not like that terrible origin film the last time. <laughs> See, the thing is with Fantastic Four, I wouldn't mind if they had them trapped in the microverse, and because mm. they've been there that long, they've absorbed all the energy. So when they come out, they've all got different powers. Yeah. I, 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 I personally wouldn't mind that. Do you know, I'm really surprised we've not had any announcements on Fantastic Four or X-Men, for that matter. See, the thing is, I think they're more inclined to do Fantastic Four because they're the first family and X-Men is has quite literally just wrapped up with... I know Logan was like, what, three years ago? But I think it's pretty fresh in everyone's mind because of how long Hugh Jackman was. Yeah, and you've still got this other Mutants film to come out yet, haven't we? So. Yeah. I'm I do wonder funny. whether I'm... they're... They're leaning towards doing those sets of things on TV mm. to change it up I mean, or introduce I mean, fair, them I, on TV at least. I, it wouldn't surprise me. It just it would depend which particular mutants they decided to go with because they're, they're going to obviously save Wolverine for uh, the big screen. They're going to mm. save the proper X-Men for the big screen. If they do like Sunspot and maybe Psylocke for TV shows. I think that could go down well. But yeah. they've got to be so careful which ones they pick. Well, it also, I think the drip feed is probably going to be the best way to bring them in now. Yeah. yeah. You can't suddenly yeah. go, ta-da, X-Men! Yeah, yeah. We've got to drip feed them into the universe somehow now, I think. I think the mm. easiest one for them to introduce is still Storm. Mm. Yeah. I think that's the go, easy go. way in. Would you still go? I think we talked about this like about a year ago or something. But would you still go along the Wakanda route? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah, I think it's the easy way to introduce her and get the X Men making appearances. So you know, if you were going to go along that route, I would have a like start in a post credit scene for Black Panther two. It's yeah. just a girl in a Wakandan field. And all of a sudden, she just starts forming this massive cloud above mm -hmm. her head, lightning yeah. and all that, and it just nice. goes black. I'd have that. Yeah. I should work in film and telly. <laughs> uh, I'm just having a quick look at this tomorrow. article as well that they're talking about. It looks like the rumours are strong that the mighty Thor is the main pull from the for the storyline. Yeah, and you know what? I'm quite psyched to see Natalie Portman as another Thor. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a good way to refresh it. Yeah, and it's a great storyline as well. Mm. So, see now to be fair, I don't read much Thor because I mean to be fair, I don't read much Marvel in general. I only stick to Spider Man and Daredevil, but I have read Mighty Thor. So, yeah, so, it's good. Finally, before we leave this story, I just loved this quote. Apparently, that he said he said about by James Gunn and about this project that it'll be very interesting he's probably said, nobody knows maybe I shouldn't have said anything that you think <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love it I love yeah. it a little bit cheeky but he gets away with a lot of this stuff because of the the fact that he does do producing jobs yeah 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 um so he does tend to get away with spilling the beans sometimes 
<laughs> maybe the three of them have got a bet on to see who can be the most outrageous in letting out secrets. Yeah. You can't, I'm not being funny. You can't get much worse than Mark Ruffalo streaming the entirety of Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Bless him. And that works out quite well because my story, and you boys probably know what I'm going to talk about. Um, we've, we've talked about it at length over the last couple of weeks. Um, and that is She-Hulk. Um, mm. So let's touch on the Mark Ruffalo side of things. He has now confirmed that he's in talks Oh, um, to be in She-Hulk. Cameo or something. Yeah. Um, to be fair, they couldn't have done it without him. Yeah, it would no. have been a completely ridiculous idea not to to at least have him appear in one episode yeah. um, with the storyline from the comics is that she has to have a blood transfusion and anyone with matching blood type is is Bruce. Um, so it would have been absolutely outrageous if they hadn't have had him in there. Um, so he, yeah, he was at um, he was at C two E two a couple of weeks ago um, in Chicago um, when he confirmed that he was in talks. Um, so really great. Uh, I'm glad he's coming back because for a minute I thought he was done. Um, do you think he'll do they'll do like the blood transfusion while he's Professor Hulk, or do you think he'll have reverted or possibly even split into two personalities? Well, I'm like, beginning to wonder. Two separate bodies. I wonder whether it was done before. He became Professor Hulk. So there is already a Bruce Banner out there, you mean? Well, no, I think it's it's possibly been done set before um, oh, oh, right, okay. Endgame. Um, ah, oh, fair enough. Which wouldn't surprise me. And then it, it gradually, her powers appear. Takes over. Yeah. yeah, without her really knowing. But then um, she doesn't become fully green until after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Endgame, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder whether they might go that route to to explain it away. We, as we've just talked about, that they they've got no inclination at the moment to keep any kind of timeline. Yeah, um, and yeah, they shouldn't. To be fair. Yeah. So, so that was that was the first bit, and then the major bit, the the major casting rumours that had been going around, um, and kind of confirmed by herself. Um, was was Alison Bray um, playing Jennifer Walters? Yeah, I did a double take because I only really know her from I think the first series of Community. Yeah, and I thought she's I don't know the best word to describe her. I kind of wayfish, I suppose. I think, how, I, but I've not seen anything else since. I get she bulked up a little bit in recent roles or something. Or... Yeah, she's she's been in Glow. Uh, on Netflix, the oh, the ladies' wrestling show. Yeah. Ah, right. Okay. Um, was see, see, was the I lead know cast member. Mad Men. Yeah, that's where I first saw her, and then I went back and yeah. watched Community afterwards. Um, and just looking on um, IMDb, she's actually also in the Lego Movie and BoJack Horseman. Yes, she is. <laughs> she's in BoJack Horseman, which I've, I've watched as well. Um, so. I think it's great casting. I, I posted to you guys the, the picture that Boss Logic um, mocked up of her as, as Jennifer. Love the boss. Yeah. Mm. Um, just did a fantastic job and you can see why. And, and the casting rumour was that Marvel were looking for an Alison Brie type. Um, well, yeah, there you go then. So they got, they got who they wanted. 
yeah, it it sounds like it. She she did an interview on one of the the late night chat shows. I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was James Corden. She was on the James Corden show, um, and Smithy. he actually and he <laughs> he actually outright asked her whether she was she was getting the job, and she kind of denied it, and but said that she would be interested in that that there might be talk somewhere down the line. And James Corden straight out mm. at the end of it just went. Now I'm completely convinced you've already got the job. Because <laughs> she just flat out refused to deny. Um, well, it, it's what the it's the it's like the train to do it. It's it's yeah. definitely a module the acting course. Yeah, I tell you. Um, but I I'm happy with that, that cast, and if it does does happen, I mm. I really like her as an actress, and it doesn't help that she is uh, pretty on the eye. Um, oh, yes. Though she's going to be green for most of it, so Do, doesn't doesn't sure. bother Zoe Saldana. That's all no. I say. So I'm. That's possibly one of the ones that I'm looking forward to most because it's probably the one that's most outside the the superhero box mm. um, when it comes to the storyline. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that when it comes. Um, I believe they're going to be filming in the summer. Mm. Once they're finished with the ones that they've got going at the moment, Loki. What is going at the minute? I know uh, it's Loki. Loki, and they're just finishing Falcon and the Winter oh, Soldier. Yeah. When's uh, um, when's Moon Knight supposed to be starting? Soon, that was that was meant to be this summer, but they pushed it back till autumn. They um, still haven't cast Moon Knight though, have they? No. And there's still the rumours going around that Daniel Radcliffe is interested, but he denied that as well. Um, but yeah, but then again, Alison Brie denied She Hulk, yeah. and she's basically got it. Yeah. So but I wonder whether that's been... I couldn't. I can't see Daniel Radcliffe as Moon Knight. I'm sorry. I uh, having seen him in quite a bit of stuff, being a, a Potter fan, I can see him playing the multiple personalities. Mm. Which it, is it, what it, I think they're looking for. I think they're looking for a solid actor who can do yeah. that. I mean, he, he did it. Doesn't he do something like that in Guns Akimbo or something that's just yeah, come out? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I might so. have to give that a watch and maybe that'll convince me. And he's me. played a corpse in recent years as well. So. A farting corpse at that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I do need to see that film at some point. Um, <laughs> but I don't see him as your typical leading man. I know Tony and I have discussed this when Woman in Black came out. Um, mm. That the film was good. See, I liked, yeah, I liked Woman in Black. But he yeah, just isn't a leading man. Yeah, I remember. Mm. I remember they. I went. They should have gone with something like. Um, uh, oh come on! His names names escape me. Michael the Irishman. Fastbender. Sheen. Fastbender. Thank you. Oh, why did I see Sheen's Welsh? <laughs> yeah. Any any Michaels from a different country. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, I also something like Fast Benish about that role. I also thought Radcliffe was a little bit young for it. But, yeah, well, but, see, that, that's that's what I've said to a couple of mates about Woman in Black. He is good in that film because that film itself is good. But mm. he, he's, he was basically fresh off Potter after doing yeah. that. So, yeah. I mean, fair enough, he played the main character in Potter, but he was not a leading man because yeah. he was basically carried through it because about 90% of the other actors had mm. been, had some sort of leading man lady Yeah, so he's been a hard one to judge until now. Yeah, yeah. so respect. with Woman in Black, this that was his first experience of being a leading man. 
Mm. Which, I mean, to be fair, he did okay. And the film itself is great. But the film does better than its actor. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, definitely. But no, I'd be, I'd be intrigued to see him take, take on another franchise role. Yeah. Mm. So, but yeah, I'm just really intrigued with what they're producing for Disney Plus and... Yeah, yeah. We've we've seen quite a lot of Falcon and Winter Soldier over the last couple of weeks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just just looking for. I think they're going to produce some great stuff, different stuff, because of the format. Yeah. Right. Well, they they're going to try and do a more family friendly Netflix version, aren't they? Basically, yeah. just yeah. less effing and jeffing and shagging. Yeah. Basically. Looking <laughs> at you, Jessica. so i i think that covers the news for the last couple of weeks um everything we've talked about tonight i think everybody on the show is looking forward to all three of them to be honest Um, definitely and i can't wait for disney plus to come along in the next couple of weeks um pre-ordered yeah and on on that note we will say next month we will be reviewing an old marvel film not old old but old, um, we're we're still deciding what. But I think we we've kind of nailed it. Um, but one of those we're old Marvel. We're going to do the Nicholas Hammond Spider-Man films, <laughs> the seventies ones, where he just sticks his hand out and rope comes out. Or the Nick Cage pissing fire do. Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I haven't watched that in ages. Uh, I'm gonna have to get that up on YouTube uh, now. Dear, dear. But yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do a, an old school review from from one of the Marvel films that are gonna pop up on Disney Plus next month. Um, probably not Blade then. <laughs> no, I don't think Blade's gonna be on there. I don't think have they even got the rights to those films? I don't think they even own them. No, yeah, it's a new yeah, line, isn't it? I think yeah, oh, it's it? a new line. So it's Warner Brothers. Oh right, yeah. Oh God, right. Okay. So, so yeah, so we're gonna do that next the, month. The dark side. Yeah. <laughs> So, on that note, thank you again, boys, for joining me no this problem. month. No worries. Um, we'll be back, as we said, next month with another another episode. But thanks, everybody, for listening once more. And uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Cheerio. Good night. Night. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast. Oh.